2: Oh, hey, before we start the show, I got to tell you about the Allegedly podcast with my lawyers, Bo Bowen and Ryan Schmidt. They got pop culture, they got legal news, they got behind the scenes antics, and a whole lot of laughs. One of the best podcasts I've ever heard. Allegedly with Bo and Ryan at thebowenlawgroup.com. Link in the description and everywhere you get your podcasts, of course. And now let the cartoons begin.
3: Bob Seska Show.
1: Bob Seska! Hello, I'm Dr. Ruth Westheimer. <laughs> I hope you have a Merry Christmas and the uh, Jewish holidays <laughs> are around the same time. A very good Hanukkah and a Happy New Year. The Bob Seska <laughs> Show.
2: I think that one needed another draft. I'm just saying, from our nation's capital, it is Tuesday, December 6, 2022, and this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 686 of the Biden-Harris administration, 700 days until the twenty-four presidential election. I'm on Instagram, my handle is Seska. Twitter, BobSeska underscore go, Our Patreon is BobSuskashow.com. My link tree is in the goddamn description. Plus, you can follow Buzz Burbank at Michael J. Elston on Twitter. Link also in the description. And, oh, he's sitting right over there, right? You
3: yeah. Have fun, kids. You've said it all. Hi. 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 I, I just dropped, dropped off the kids to see a drag show. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Uh, uh, he's Bob. I'm Buzz. And we already have tickets to see Cocaine Bear. <laughs> If, if you haven't heard, and I don't know how you would have missed it, but yeah. if you haven't heard, Cocaine Bear is a movie. It's coming out in February, and oh, it's based—a lot of people don't know this. It's based on a true story <laughs> about a bear eating cocaine dropped in the woods by a smuggler from an airplane, you know, 30 years ago. <laughs> yeah. This bear ate the cocaine. Yeah. Well, you know, it was the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't shut the fuck up for like a year. And, and now, as for the movie, uh, you won't see this in the credits, but the guy in the bear suit is Don Jr. <laughs> but then you knew that. <laughs> uh, the people who set the world standards for color, there is a, such an outfit. The people yeah. who set the world standards for color have named magenta as the color of the year. Nice. That's got to be a huge disappointment to all the folks hoping it would be some kind of purple. <laughs> It's a thinking man's joke. Uh, Big day today for Herschel Walker. Yeah. Uh, Today he finally makes MVP, Most Vulnerable Patsy. (laughs) And as you know, I'm I'm seriously upset about the late night comedians jabbing Biden about his age and mental capacity. Mm -hmm. So I've decided to get even with him by writing one of my own. Yeah. Joe Biden is so old, he was a kid when those jokes were written. All right. See what I did there? He yeah. was a kid, Bob. Yeah, little, yeah. Uh, and after a wave of protest, Iran has disbanded its morality police. Mm-hmm. So that has Republicans in this country asking, so the name's available now?
1: More fun, <laughs> more music, the Bob Seska Show.
2: All right. Kicking off a brand new week with Rocky Mountain Mike and this, this happy holiday classic. Yeah, here we
1: go. It's beginning to look a lot like Hitler. Oh my God! <laughs> Everywhere you go, yeah. saboteur. Just mm-hmm. look at that Trump and friends. Their fans threatening once again with violence and racist rants that grow. They're beginning to sound a lot like Hitler. Vandal's every night. And the Naziest sight you'll see is the swastika that will be on your own front door.
2: Oh my God! That's another one where oh I'm like, "Man, God. that's genius!" And it's funny, and I'm wondering if I should even laugh because it's so goddamn true. All I right. know. Well, that was that's how I felt
3: about the monologue. And by the way, there's nothing I enjoy hearing more than uh, "Happy Hanukkah" to Jews in a German accent. There's a really no. No finer way to ring in the season. Yeah, it's like
2: she couldn't quite remember what the Jewish holidays were. She was like, sometimes there's like a Jewish holiday that happens these days. I don't know what it's called. I forget what it's called. Yeah, happy and, and, whatever that is to you. Thanks, Dr. Exactly, Ruth.
3: Right, and Hanukkah begins on the 18th. Uh, I, but a couple of uh, holiday events coming up on the show you don't want to miss. Next week, as you know, uh, at this time every year, but it'll be next week that uh, Santa Claus drops in on the Bob Seska show, the Tuesday show. All right, it's about time. Yeah, yeah. Santa will be here, and we're already uh, we have plans in place to uh, prepare and uh, present a New Year's Eve show for your enjoyment. Oh, that's Uh, right. Yeah. That's the, the whole crazy. This is where Bob herds kittens
2: for an hour. <laughs> yeah, you know what? The chaos is half the fun.
3: It's it's already begun, isn't it, is. it? Yeah,
2: yeah. We get way too many people packed all into the same room and then we all start talking at the same time and that goes on for about an hour and then we're done. But there's
3: laughter and it's quite seriously, there's love there. It's a yeah, it's a great get together. It really yeah, is.
2: Yeah. All your favorite regulars will be here, of mm-hmm. course, Buzz. I'll be here. Uh Kimberly's gonna be here, Jody, David, uh Rocky Mountain Mike's gonna be right. here. Uh Whole gang. yeah, yeah. I think Marion Ann Arbor will be uh, uh, visiting with us too, and uh-huh. maybe some plus ones as usually happens on our New Year's Eve shows. And we're going to present it a little bit earlier than we normally do. I think it's going to drop on the 27th, so you'll have plenty of time to listen to it before New Year's Eve.
3: Do you you think they'll mind we recorded it in June?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got to stay ahead of this shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, and...
3: and and once again, I hope to have my favorite jokes of the year. So I'm yes. happy to have a big audience for that uh, right. for that show.
2: And I'm sure we'll have our annual best of Rocky Mountain Mike reel yes, uh, to play for course. you as well. Of course. Yes. And then we got lots of our usual categories that we discuss: uh, the best news story of the year, biggest news story, worst news story, biggest mm-hmm. idiot, and so on. And that it's, it's great to have the whole troupe together. It's almost it like assembling all of my Star Wars figures in the same right. place. It's like the whole gang is here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Stand by for that. Uh, December 27 is when that'll drop. And
3: a week from today, of course, Santa drops So see special stuff coming up on the Bob Seska Show.
2: Plus, I'm going to put together our annual music playlist for you to listen to around the holidays. So that'll be coming out, I think, we're going to drop that on the 20th. And it's just all of our favorite indie bands performing uh, their holiday classics. So we'll do that, too.
3: You may want to jump back a a couple of times and and get these dates on your calendar. Because we... (laughs) Giving you three important dates now: uh, next week, which is the thirteenth, and then the twentieth, and then the twenty-seventh. Circle those days for the Bob Seska
2: show. And it doesn't sound like I'm taking two weeks off, does it? <laughs>
3: it sounds no, like no. we're working. Well, the here's shit what out we, of we do: is we we work twice as hard in the two weeks before we take <laughs> off. So
2: that's right. So it's the same amount of work; it's just compressed uh, into a just, different period of time. Yeah, yeah.
3: We're, we're just keeping the needle moving.
2: Oh, uh, hey! Good news: I'm finally what? on on post like the latest in the whole conga line <laughs> of Twitter replacements that's popped Does, up. and
3: th- th- Now, are you still doing Mastodon or have you abandoned Mastodon? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm kind of... You know what? It's just, I like
3: it. It's taken off.
2: Yeah, I think Mastodon is okay. Counter-Social is okay. Post is okay. They're all basically the same thing. The real uh, deciding factor in terms of which one sticks to the wall mm-hmm. is going to entirely depend on how many people get there. It can't just be politics twitter on one of these platforms. Yeah. If they want I'm to rival Twitter, up. it has to be a whole variety of uh, of things, pop culture, music, et cetera. Right, yeah. Well,
3: Mastodon is coming along in that area, too. I, I haven't been to Post yet. I haven't signed up for it. Does this mean now that you're on Post, I have to go be on Post?
2: Yeah, I think so. That's the okay. way the rules work. All yeah, right. Yeah.
3: please All do. Right. Please go. Just, just what I need, another social media app.
2: <laughs> and speaking of social media, we're going to get to the Twitter files here in just a second. Matt yeah. Taibbi's thread uh, via Elon Musk about Hunter Biden's alleged laptop and all the rest of it and the revelations, the non-revelations that were in that thread. Matt Taibbi selling his soul to the richest man in the world. You know, he wrote a book called Griftopia. It was all about, you know, the financial sector and the corruption and the oligarchs and the abuse that they foisted upon the American economy and how it collapsed the economy in the Great Recession and so on. And, and now he's working for the guy. He, he's these, working for Elon Musk. Good God. These
3: are the folks that I detest the most. I mean, most of us, a lot of us got to know Matt Taibbi from uh, the from Rolling Stone. Yeah. And we thought, well, now here's a guy who's coming along, and uh, then he he makes this uh, right turn, as it turns out, into mm-hmm. uh, uh, this kind of garbage. I mean, it's not even journalism anymore. Yeah, uh, Uh, When he's at the helm and, and, I, and I hate that most of all, to see somebody go from a, an enlightened world to a less enlightened one.
2: Well, he was almost going to be the next Hunter S. Thompson. He was going to be the yeah, next Gonzo yeah. journalist. That just never happened. It just never came yeah. around to that. He just he fell off the rails sometime so, in 2013, 2014, sometime he, around there. Yeah. Maybe,
3: maybe because he didn't succeed that way. Maybe the anger and resentment about that is what uh, turned his page.
2: That could be, yeah. But this was just uh, laughably stupid. So we're going to get yeah. into all of that here in just a second. But I think before we do that, we just got to mention mm-hmm. that today is Georgia Runoff Day. Yeah, yeah this is the lamest version of uh, Georgia on My Mind that I could possibly find. This is the theme song the from theme. Designing mm-hmm. Women. Great show. <laughs> yeah, which is a version of Georgia on My Mind. It's right. just uh, ironical enough for this show, I think, to use it. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm feeling good about tonight. I hope people don't get happy because I think everyone's been feeling good about uh, the possibility of this runoff. Uh, Well, with reasons. We have reasons
3: to believe. and uh, You know, the fact that it's a rainy day in Georgia uh, is going to help us even more. I mean, uh, the polls, whether you believe them or not, uh, favor Warnock. Uh, The the, uh, early vote turnout, mostly it tends to be Democratic, uh, record-setting on at least two days, and certainly in total, yeah. Uh, n- never has never have Georgians voted in this, these great numbers prior to an election, and and that's in spite of Republican voter suppression laws that have limited the number of days they can do this. So this this kind of enthusiasm, this kind of turnout, uh, combined with the fact. That most Republicans wait till election day to vote and to vote in person and the fact that it's rainy and chilly and gray and depressing in Georgia is going to suppress that turnout even further. No, you never wanna say we've got this in the bag, so I'll say it. We've got this in the bag. Okay. All (laughs) right. Well, I'll I'll take it, you know. And that's and that's your fifty one plus one. We've canceled (laughs) out (laughs) <laughs> On any given occasion, with with this victory, uh, we've canceled out either Joe Manchin or Kristen Kristin Cinema, as needed. Yeah. So uh, this is gives us 51 plus one uh, because we still have Kamala Harris uh, to, to to kick in a vote, in if in case somebody like Manchin makes trouble.
2: You know, all the people of the future are going to come after you if you're wrong. I think you're going to be fine. I think we're all going to be fine.
3: I, I, I think so, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we're this is election day. The, the votes are, are mostly cast, are being yeah. cast now. Uh, I just don't see this turning around of, of, from all, all perspectives. Uh, Republicans even agree. Uh, and there are Republicans, of course, saying privately, this is absolutely
2: the worst candidate we've ever offered up. Here's a great example of that. Herschel Walker said the other day, this is a quote directly from Politico. He said he hasn't seen any lack of enthusiasm from voters, and he continued by saying, quote, they're not less motivated because they know right now that the House will be even, so they don't want to understand what is happening right now. You get the House, you get the committees, you get all the committees even, they just stall things within there, (laughs) so... If we keep a check on Joe Biden, we just going to keep a check on him, Walker said. Hey, that was extraordinary. That was that was worthy. That was like four score.
3: <laughs> yeah, for him.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, he says he's running for the House. He's not mm-hmm. running for the no. House. He's running for the Senate. Yeah. And that's where doesn't it's know, evenly divided. Care. Yeah. See, I, and,
1: he, here,
3: here's my, my problem. I... I feel sorry – you would be tempted to feel sorry for someone who has those mental restrictions uh, except for the fact and, – and you're certainly angry at the people who exploit him and exploit his ignorance. But you have to also be mad at him for letting it happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and for letting himself be used. And it's for ego. It's for stature. He thinks it would be cool to be in the House or Senate, whichever it is I'm running for. Uh, he, that's what this is about this is another trophy for, for him or a ring uh, you know a sports equivalent yeah uh, that's all this is to Herschel Walker uh, and, and he's being used as a tool because he's stupid yeah he's, his stupidity is being exploited his mental restrictions are being exploited by really evil people but he's evil too for letting them do it
2: I think that was part of the deal I think when they initially when the Republican Party initially approached Herschel Walker to run i think they said hey don't worry about the issues and shit like that don't worry about right. the important You're things so we'll, t- we'll take herschel, care of baby. that we'll send lindsey and ted cruz down there to help you out we'll set up the whole puppeteering even, rig yeah
3: <laughs> they didn't need to send those in. they never anticipated having to send in help for herschel because he's herschel walker right they thought just the fact that he was a football hero in georgia would get him elected to the senate in georgia they didn't realize that they didn't Stop to think about the damage that he could do to himself mm-hmm. and the fact that they would have to send in help late in the game in uh, the last minute help from Donald Trump, which which may also help us at the polls today.
2: Well, don't forget, Buzz, if we keep a check on Joe Biden, we just going to keep a check on him. I that, think that's, that's going to win it for Herschel Walker. I'm just going out on a limb here.
3: Well, it, you know, it it could because so many voters certainly no, no, seriously, so many Republican voters believe that. I it astounds me the hatred in this country. For for Joe Biden, not just from the right, but from the left, the yeah. the, the the disgust that I'm hearing from uh, so-called progressives about uh, Biden and the Biden administration uh, astounds me. I don't get it. It's the opposite of reality. Yeah, uh, it, it's just an incredible. I uh, side story that may or may not have anything to do, but I, it, it just a story that comes to mind about the mindset of people right now. Mm-hmm. Is uh, you know, I posted on social media uh, a, a news update. Uh, about uh, the fierce new guy added to the Manhattan DA's office we be talking about a little later. Yeah. Uh, and somebody responded to that by saying, uh, yeah, well, he, he's, he needs to grow a set. The Manhattan DA needs to grow a set. And I answered by saying, well, I would say that by taking on this prosecutor, he has grown a set. Yeah. And then he came back with more, and I said, you're you're the guy in the crowd who's yelling, play Freebird during the song. <laughs>
2: That's exactly right, and we're and we're
3: getting that we're getting that uh, with uh, Biden critics, and so all you have to do is be Herschel Walker. And say that uh, this is a way to keep Joe Biden in check. That motivates a lot of Republic nearly all Republican voters, and mm-hmm. to my shame, some Democratic voters. Uh, it, it, and all because he's Herschel Walker. That was what this was all about, always.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, going back to that guy uh, you were just talking about, not Herschel Walker, the other guy in your comments. Guy yelling like Freebird, it, yeah. 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 I mean, th- the thing that we have to bear in mind is part of the accountability against Donald Trump is the stress that he has to go through while he's being scrutinized like this by all of these different legal entities, whether it's the the DA in Manhattan or Letitia James or Fonnie Willis or the two grand juries in Washington, D.C. and Jack Smith. And I could do this list all goddamn day. And the fact that Donald Trump has to endure this level of scrutiny with the possibility that at the end of one of these threads, he could end up going to federal prison or state prison. Mm To me, that's all part of it. This is part of the thing that we should be savoring. We shouldn't be putting it off until some eventuality that he may get convicted. This is all part of the accountability. And it's not enough. I get it. But at least for now, enjoy the sleep struggle that he's going to have to endure, to borrow Lawrence O'Donnell's phrase. Yeah. So that uh, goes on and on.
3: The good news is he's scared. The bad news is he's not scared enough. But right, right. It, 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 back to the the hatred for Joe Biden, the the the, the Herschel Walker uh, attempt to win by saying, uh, you know, we want to want to be a check on the Biden presidency. Uh, that that's a, but that's why this race is so close. That's why you know because I look at the numbers uh, between Warnock and Walker, and I, I say to myself. Why is this even close? (laughs) Yeah. What what kind of world do we live in? That well, uh, the answer to that and uh, many of the votes uh, for Herschel Walker are uh, to be a check on Joe Biden. That's what it's all. That's what it's all about, and that's why this race is so close, and that's why Mm -hmm. we can't sleep on this. uh, You know, uh, if there obviously, and and it pleases me to see on social media this hard push to make sure every Democrat gets to the polls if they haven't already voted. Uh, gets to the polls to vote again record numbers of early votes mostly from Democrats Republicans show up in person on on election day, but not if it's raining like it is today. Right, right. I'm going all the way with this, Bob.
2: (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. You know, I want to talk about the uh, Twitter files, this Matt Taibbi thread uh, that we were just talking about with regard to Elon Musk and Hunter's dick pics and all the rest of it. So, if you haven't been following along with this, because it's something that's happening exclusively, almost exclusively, on Twitter. So, if you're not on Twitter, you may not know uh, all the details. Even if if you're on Twitter. It's kind of all over the place. It's kind of hard to understand what's going on, mainly because it turned out to be a big nothing. There's just nothing there. It's a a ludicrous attempt to say, ah, laptop from hell, ha <laughs> ha. See, yeah. get it? Nudge, yeah. nudge, wink, wink and that's all they really need to say all they really need to say over and over again is hunter biden laptop from hell see what
3: what it what it doesn't reveal what the 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 twitter files don't reveal is any criminal activity or any involvement even with joe Joe biden uh and and they show a, a, a very troubled young man well we knew that already and uh, show me a family or a neighborhood or an organization that doesn't have uh, people in it who yeah. have experienced the same sort of thing. But there's something else that, that that's in that that isn't a nothing burger, and and that is the fact that the Trump campaign. And this is what's not being exploited. This is not what's being uh, spread and reported. And that is that the Trump campaign also exerted influence. On Twitter, and Twitter complied with both, not just one. And this was about keeping dick pics off the off uh, social media. Yeah, not not any important state secrets or any any great corruption revelation. Uh, this is the same bullshit it's always been. This is why Rudy went to Ru- made that trip to Russia, the, mm-hmm. the, to, to to Ukraine that we remember so well, yeah. and met with the pro-Russian officials. It was to get the stuff to put in the laptop in with the real stuff, so that it looked like there was bad stuff in there that wasn't in the original. And, mm-hmm. and you know, and that's if that's even if you believe there was one to begin with.
2: So Matt Taibbi posted an extended tweet thread in which two different areas were covered, two sections, basically. The first part was about tweets that were taken down. Essentially, what you're talking about is right. you, if you see someone in your replies or you see someone on Twitter, for example, blurting the N-word, well, oh, yeah. you report that tweet, don't you? You report someone who's abusing someone else or spreading disinformation about COVID right. or whatever. And right. so what what happened was, is the Biden campaign requested, uh, reported, I should say, These tweets, and there was a a particular tweet in Matt Taibbi's thread where he had a screen grab of an email where people inside Twitter were discussing the tweets Uh that were reported by the Biden campaign. And I went in and (laughs) typed out by hand the URL of each one of those tweets and plugged that into The Wayback Machine, at archive.org. I wanted to see what these tweets were all about. Why did the Biden campaign object to a bunch of these tweets that were listed in this internal Twitter email that Matt Taibbi was uh, writing about and which Elon Musk had flagged as being hinky? I mean, that's the key to all of this. Just as a sideline, this is all stuff, this is all uh, materials that Elon Musk curated himself and handed over to Matt Taibbi, who then wrote about them. So this is not a full accounting of all of the internal comms at Twitter regarding these matters. This is just shit that Elon Musk thought was important in his addled delusions. So the first part, tweets that were taken down or requested to be taken down, they were all Hunter Biden dick pics. That's what they were. I put them all in the Wayback Machine, and it was like uh, going back in time to October of 2020 or you know throughout that uh, year where uh, Hunter Biden and Barisma were a thing if you recall in January right. of 2020 Donald Trump was impeached for trying to extort Ukraine to do an investigation Of barisma because of Hunter Biden and Joe Biden, because Donald Trump wanted to eliminate Joe Biden as a potential opponent for the 2020 election. That was Donald Trump's, or one of Donald Trump's uh, attempts at interfering in the 2020 election.
3: And he made it clear he didn't care if it was true or not. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. So the context of all of this has to be seen through the prism of, this entire story, starting with Barisma and Trump and Zelensky in, I think it was August of 2019. So by October 2020, when this New York Post article came out about the Hunter Biden alleged laptop, That was well into the scam, well into Donald Trump's hinky behavior, well into Russian interference. I mean, support
3: piece, yeah. Russian
2: disinformation, exactly. So we have the tweets that were taken down. That was the first part. The second part was, as I mentioned just a second ago, the suppression of the October 2020 New York Post article. Mm -hmm. So that's just an overview of what Matt Taibbi. Posted on Twitter the other day, uh, again at the behest of Elon Musk. So, just so we're all clear, the emails listed in Matt Taibbi's tweet number eight, all Hunter Biden dick pics. And then the second set of tweets that we see in an, an internal Twitter email exchange had to do with uh, a couple of different accounts. One, uh, somebody I don't know, and the other one was James Woods' Twitter account. Uh-huh. There was another report, you know, someone said, oh yeah, James Woods is doing something hinky, reported the tweet, and we're talking about probably, I think someone from the Biden campaign reported it, and that also, James Woods' tweet was also a Hunter Biden dick pic. Oh, you know Uh what? You know what I forgot to mention? what? One of the tweets that were reported, Mm -hmm. uh, at least several of those tweets had images that weren't of Hunter Biden, but of an unknown woman's genitals. Mm. so yeah you got full view of that stuff and some of these tweets and of course these tweets violate whether it's the james woods tweets or the anonymous tweets all of these tweets violate terms of service and james woods by the way is suing twitter for i think uh, inter- interfering with his first amendment right to tweet a photo of another man's penis without permission
3: i guess that's it and, and as you can tell from uh, Bob's storytelling here, James Woods is a really nice guy. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> isn't he? Yeah. He's a real sweetheart, isn't mm-hmm. he? Uh, yeah. Another failed actor spouting off.
2: He's like Santa yeah. Claus. That's how sweet he is, isn't he? Listen, t-
3: uh, Yeah. well, he's uh, one of the gang. And Taibbi and Musk and Steve Bannon and Alex Jones and uh, Trump, every, they're all chaos agents. They're all yeah. agents. They're all here just to make trouble, period. That's their whole uh, reason for being.
2: So, uh, Matt Taibbi went on to mention how some Twitter employees donated to Democrats with their own money privately. Oh, my God. It's like
3: like this is America or something.
2: And, And, of course, my response to that is correlation doesn't necessarily equal causation. So right. just because these Twitter employees donated to Democrats doesn't necessarily mean that they deliberately interfered with conservative tweets to favor Joe Biden.
3: Before Elon Musk, Twitter was run by committee, and, and yeah. those committees were made of people with diverse views. And I, I mean by that specifically, Democrats and Republicans. Yeah. Uh, and it were, it were those, there were those councils, those committees who made the decisions about what to allow and what not to allow.
2: Right, right. So uh, essentially, what we have here is a whole lot of nothing. And I want to cover the second half. I want to cover the uh, aspect of this that had to do with the New York Post article in October of 2020, because this seems to be getting the most attention. And there is a teeny tiny bit of nuance to this. It's all. It's not all bullshit. Plus, uh, an update from one of the analysts that contributed to Washington Post article about the alleged laptop. So I want to mention that as well, plus uh, some Twitter reactions to the Taibi Cluster F. (laughs) And it is absolutely a Cluster F. Much
3: much is being made of this, and so we're going to address all of that. Yeah. All right, uh, so... Uh, I'm sorry, Bob. Let let me get this, if it's okay with you. Okay,
2: yes, please. Go for Uh, it.
3: You you may be wondering, uh, you folks listening, our wonderful friends, you may be asking yourself, (laughs) what does Bob want for Christmas this year? (laughs) I know more Patreon friends. Yep. I mean, he gives you all these great shows all week long with me on Tuesdays, special interview guests on Wednesdays, and the Goth Ninjas, Jody and T-Rex on Thursdays. <laughs> you can support these shows at bobseskashow.com, starting at just $1 a month. For 5 bucks a month, you can use the Patreon app to hear all the free shows and the Shadow Docket. That's the part we record after the free show, and it has everything from more big news to our kooky personal lives. <laughs> you never know what you'll hear, unless, of course, you sign up for five bucks a month mm-hmm. or sign up a friend or family member. How's that for a progressive gift idea? <laughs> and you can chat with Bob and the Cool Kids on his Patreon page. All of that, five dollars, Bob showcom At ten bucks a month, you also get the Friday After Party show. That's the one with Bob and author Kimberly, with whom he is reportedly intimate. <laughs> Uh, the Friday ah, show reportedly. The the Friday show is also intimate and outraged and outrageous. For fifteen bucks a month, get all the Bob Seska shows and without commercials and with the Shadow Docket, the Patreon app, the conversation in the comments section, and the Friday after party show. <laughs> it's all yours in the ultimate package for just fifteen dollars a month, and maybe you'll like that gift idea better. For yourself <laughs> or somebody else, get your Santa on at BobSeskaShow.com.
4: Find love at first drive, and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax—the way car buying should be.
1: Francesca. All-time favorites, all day long. Merry Christmas.
2: This is the great Seth Adams uh, and his uh, Christmas classic is called December 24. I, I guess we're allowed to play December 24 on December 6. I think so. I'm just saying I'm bending the rules a little bit here, but you know, what can I say? Better than playing it on the 26th. That's absolutely true. It'd be way too
3: late for that. I See? Yeah. See, yeah. You're, you're on the right track.
2: All right, thank you. Uh, link in the description to support Seth Adam and uh, Bob slash music to submit your work to the show. Thank you for doing that. We're playing uh, uh, all holiday music from our indie bands here as we normally do in December. And uh, thank you for supporting those bands, too. Links in the description, yeah. of course, to uh, download all that stuff. All right, so back into the Twitter files the gigantic and, nothing burger that was Matt Taibbi's reporting on the Elon Musk documents yeah
3: right and be- but before we do uh, we have some breaking news here the justice department has just issued subpoenas for the uh, officials in Arizona, Michigan and Wisconsin uh, for Trump communications so, wow! It looks like, and this is this is the work of your friend Jack Smith, by the way. Yeah, yeah.
2: All right, yeah. Jack it's Smith, his subpoena. Who David has a big uh, crush on.
3: <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> I heard David, about that.
2: David's gonna start stalking Jack Smith, I think. Yeah. Uh, but begun. that's that that yeah that's great news. We've got some more uh, Trump trouble here on the way, uh, still to come on the show. Yeah,
3: but that that was fresh. I wanted I I knew you'd want to know right away.
2: Yeah, perfect. Thank you for that. So getting back into this tweet thread from Matt Taibbi, the next part had to do with this New York Post article that reported on the Hunter Biden laptop. The folks at Twitter decided to suppress the circulation of that article. And there were a number of reasons for that. Now, under normal circumstances and generally speaking, I don't think it's a good idea for Twitter to be suppressing the sharing of news articles. I think it's a little bit problematic. However, the context of this particular news article is key. I think this matters. First of all, Twitter's policy against hack materials you can't share right. illicitly attained materials on their platform. Causes right. all kinds of legal trouble. Of course, it's potentially part of this disinformation that they're trying to quash on Twitter, especially after the embarrassment of how Russia pantsed all of social media in 2016 and beyond. And that's part of the context here. So right. they're working in 2020 out of an abundance of caution. To know that, okay, well, it's possible that there's this uh, avalanche of disinformation that's going to descend upon the platform, and we got to keep an eye out for it. Plus, the FBI is telling us to keep an eye out for hacked materials from Russia. So this is the warning from the FBI. It wasn't about any specific story. It wasn't just targeting Twitter. They went to all of social media. They met with Facebook, too. And for justifiable reasons, for national security reasons, they were concerned about another Russian cyber attack, which is exactly what happened in 2016, and there was uh, obviously intelligence that was gathered that it was going to happen again, and sure enough, Hunter Biden's stuff was hacked by Russia. We know this. This right. is a and fact. The,
3: Rudy Giuliani went to Ukraine to meet with pro-Russian officials where yep. it is presumed he got that material.
2: Plus, further context for why Twitter suppressed this New York Post article in October 2020. All right. The New York Post, duh, is a notoriously pro-Trump Murdoch publication, not unlike it Fox was, News yeah. or Fox mm-hmm. Business, etc. And by way of... <laughs> A little bit of a contradiction from Matt Taibbi. Maybe not a little bit of a contradiction, but a big contradiction from Matt Taibbi. Earlier, I mentioned he had correlated decisions by several Twitter employees with their political donations. Right. But he didn't do the same with the Post. Didn't bother mention. That the New York Post is a Murdoch publication. They have an agenda, which is typically pro-Republican, anti-Democrat. So that's I think that's also something that you have to take into consideration when you put yourself in the shoes of these Twitter employees who were dealing with possible disinformation and hacked materials. Okay. By October 2020... As I was saying before, when the Post story dropped, Trump had already been flogging this Hunter Burisma story to death for a year Mm -hmm. and was impeached over it. He was impeached over 10 months prior to this New York Post article dropping. So it makes complete sense that Twitter was cautious about the Hunter story and how it was getting disseminated. Plus, uh, there could be many, many more internal communications between Twitter employees that that Elon and Taibi didn't tell us about. Right. We're only seeing selectively curated emails. It's a shell game with an agenda. So, yeah, you're very correct to view the Taibi Elon post thing as hinky and incomplete.
3: Bullshit was planted as evidence, and then uh, yeah. Musk and Taibi chose to select just the bullshit, then mm-hmm. to amplify. Right. So it, it barely, if it passed through Butters' uh, laptop at all, it barely did. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to say something, if I may, too, about uh, the First Amendment and freedom of speech. Yes. First Amendment begins with the words, Congress shall make no law. Mm-hmm. That's your First Amendment. So only Congress can violate the First Amendment with its laws and regulations. A private company can do what a private company does or is allowed to do. Uh, That's what Twitter did in this case. That is not a violation of the First Amendment, as so many Republicans are flogging right now. So when you hear this violation of the First Amendment crap, uh, know that uh, it hasn't happened that uh no the the Biden administration at at the Biden campaign at worst may have uh, made a request but never made any threats and the Trump campaign made requests as well and uh, Twitter pondered uh, each of those requests and made the appropriate decisions at the time when it was run by uh, semi-normal people
2: yeah well the Trump White House uh, is one third of the government at the very least. And so, therefore, that raises the First Amendment issues. Yes. The yes, Biden yeah. campaign were merely users of a platform which, by the way, has its own First Amendment rights, has its own rights to make its, uh, you know, uh, corporate decisions in its own best interest. Exactly. That's what Twitter was at the time. And to somehow uh, squeeze this through some sort of Play-Doh factory and out comes the other side that it's kind of this quasi-governmental entity that if it suppresses free speech then it's a violation of the Constitution. That's absolutely 1,000% bullshit and is Absolutely. only being proffered up by people like Tucker Carlson, whose audience has no idea what the First Amendment is anyway. Right, right. And, and so that's essentially what's being said here. So, uh, and speaking of Tucker Carlson, his reaction on his show last night was typical of the, this, kind, this, exi- uh, this kind of bullshit that I'm talking, yeah, yeah, he, he, actually, you know what? Uh-huh. We uh-huh. didn't get any of that. We didn't get any yeah. of that. And, oh no. Yeah, cuz let me play this clip here because Okay. there's a fun postscript to this clip. Now, he's also okay. going to make the claim here that there was a first amendment violation, which mm-hmm. as you just explained actually I'm glad right. I would
3: address that. Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, here's Tucker Carlson on his show last night. The
4: 20 election Twitter did this with the help of the FBI committing censorship on behalf of one candidate while working to hurt the other candidate. That
2: is not true there is nothing in the taibi tweets that indicates anything along these lines taibi tries to make it seem that way but uh, it says here let me see which one is it i'm scrolling through this long ridiculous format both parties had access to these tools for instance Mm -hmm. in 2020 requests from both the trump white house and the biden campaign were received and honored see that's matt taibbi in tweet number 10.
4: it is hard to imagine a more brazen attack on our democracy than this this is not how our system is supposed to work in fact it's illegal
2: no it's not no it's not twitter can do whatever the fuck it wants there's opinion, and then
3: there there are things that are not factual, that are lies. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a difference in my opinion between opinions and lies. These are lies, yeah, and yeah. It, it kills me, as it must kill you, to to see that this is allowed to continue. That yeah. that this just flows unchecked out of Fox News and and Newsmax and similar organizations. Uh, just lies, just disinformation that misleads the voting public, that makes the decisions about where our government goes.
2: That whole process has been perverted by these lies. I assure you, I would say between 80 and 90 percent of Tucker Carlson's audience has no idea what any of right. this is. I, I know. you have it's no true. comprehension. I'm talking about people who are in that demographic. smart. Yeah, yeah, the Tucker Carlson demographic where, where Twitter, what? I don't know, just laptops, hard drives? What, what the fuck is this? I don't know what you're even talking about. I bet right. this is lost on so many people who watch of Fox News. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah.
4: What Twitter did <laughs> is a violation of the First Amendment as well as of established campaign finance. No, it's not. That
2: ever- no, it's not. no, no. No, 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 no. No, no. no!
3: wrong this is dangerous disinformation it's dangerous to the republic
2: exactly so i think that's just about it for the tucker carlson thing but what was funny about this segment is next he threw to the new york post author of Uh i want to say it was of the october 2020 article which by the way was shared when for the time period that it was up Right. It, it was shared by Facebook, I don't know, 54 million times. I mm-hmm. mean, it made it around the globe, yeah, uh, he, you know, a whole bunch of times before the truth got its pants on, to use right, the Mark exactly. Twain thing.
3: And it's always that way. Yeah, lies yeah. spread faster than the truth.
2: Exactly right. So he welcomed this uh, reporter from the New York Post onto his show. And the reporter from the New York Post, in analyzing the Taibbi tweets, said there's just a big nothing. It's like yeah. there's nothing here. This it's fell flat. You know, there's nothing really alarming here.
3: If anything, it reveals the Trump campaign's influence on this. If yeah. anything, they they've, they've hurt themselves when you sit down and look at it. And I don't think most Americans will. Yeah. They just hear laptop and this all sounds very suspicious and Tucker looks very <laughs> smart so he must be right. Yeah. And uh, that's the and and this is perverting our political process. It's mm-hmm. people are not making the right decisions because they're living on lies they've been told. That they've yeah. been fed, and uh, we have to break that chain somehow.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's why these discussions are so important. I think that, and kind of breaking all of this shit down and condensing it into some but form that's understandable. Th-
3: true, but as we just said, the lies spread faster than these truths do. Yeah, I mean, we we obviously we. I'm not saying we don't try. Of course, we have to continue to mm-hmm. try. I there must be a way to head them off at the pass.
2: Well, with this particular one, though, I think generally the takeaway is exactly what I've been saying. That and this New York Post uh, uh, reporter said the same thing. That is, there's Mm -hmm. really nothing here. I mean, kind of Glenn Beck on his show yesterday was kind of downplaying this. I mean, first of all, he went into the whole thing. Glenn Beck went into the whole thing, talking as if you know, oh yeah, by the way, Matt Taibbi's not even a reporter; he's just a blogger. I don't know why everyone's saying he's a journalist, but and this is Glenn Beck talking, so he's already stealing away. He's already diminishing Matt Taibbi's heft as a journalist. And so that was like the starting point. And so I think we're okay. I think this is falling flat as it really fucking should, but it was, it was just so entertaining to watch Tucker Carlson's face as this New York post uh, reporter, just tore the whole thing down after he went off on this huge rant about how it's illegal and unconstitutional, which it's neither. Uh, then she was like, "Oh, it's nothing." And then he looked like the last kid at the amusement park whose ice cream cone fell onto the ground, and <laughs> of someone course he did. someone stole his balloons, and he's left there by himself. He didn't-
3: didn't giggle at all. Hey, you know, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know that this will be my New Year's prediction on uh-huh. the upcoming New Year's show, but I'll, I'll make this prediction right now. Yeah. I think Republicans will regret this laptop uh, non-issue uh, as much as they've regretted running Herschel Walker. I think this is going to bite them in the ass. I, I don't think it's working. But in the meantime, like I said, it disturbs me that these lies are spread, heard, and believed by so many Americans who then go to the polls and vote accordingly.
2: Oh, and it will bite them on the ass because you know why? There's going to be hearings about this. Yes, They're going to keep doubling and tripling down on it. They're going to keep effing that chicken, as the saying (laughs) goes. They're
3: going to Benghazi that laptop.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what they're going to be doing. And so that's why it's so important for us to be up to speed on what this is all about. And what it is all about is essentially what we're talking about here is, yeah, Twitter has a policy against dick pics, and so that's why the shit was taken. Tw- dick pics shocking, and disinformation. Shocking.
3: <laughs> if only yeah. there was some place on the internet you could find nudity. If only there were.
2: Yeah. And good God, I wish I hadn't had to look up those tweets. I wish I didn't have an image in my head of what Hunter Biden's penis looks like, but now I do. Thank I, you and go fuck yourself, Matt Taibbi. <laughs>
3: I've been careful enough to avoid them. I've seen a sort of obscured versions of them, uh, but, yeah. but I haven't. Yeah, fortunately, I've not been exposed to that. Nor do I want to be.
2: But Republicans love it. Republicans apparently want to go to the mats. For yeah,
3: strangely, <laughs> strangely attracted to dick
2: pics. They want to go to war to protect their right to share another well, man's illicitly attained dick pics.
3: Uh, z- uh, zooming in on these dick pics is exactly how they're going to conquer inflation, which, by the way, is conquering itself right now.
2: Yeah, and if anyone's tracking the things that get entered into the wayback machine at archive.org, I, I, I might be in trouble. I'm just saying, if, <laughs> if anyone's tracking that. Um, by the way, along these lines, the Washington Post famously released an analysis of the so-called laptop, even though mm-hmm. they build it as being an analysis of laptop, they didn't look at the laptop. They looked at a hard drive. Right. And one of their um, experts who examined that evidence, it might be the only expert to examine, I imagine they got a couple of different people. I forget the exact uh, details on that. Mm-hmm. But one of those experts said, "The evidence I analyzed, and this is on Twitter. He wrote this down. Right. The evidence I analyzed for the Washington Post was, and this is emphasized in the tweet." definitely manipulated before it got to me. I have no knowledge of what the FBI has or how it might differ from what I analyzed. That's the word from one of the Washington Post's experts about all of this. Was and, that in the article? Yeah, in the article he... Well, no, okay. this is just a tweet by the expert. Well, but, there but, you
3: go. See, that, I think it's significant that that wasn't in the article.
2: Yeah, well, here's the section that he highlighted from the article. What the experts found in their examinations, Green and Williams found... Oh, yeah, okay, so this is Williams that we're talking about. We're talking about Jake right. Williams. Green right. and Williams found evidence that people other than Hunter Biden had accessed the drive and written files to it, both before and after the initial stories in the New York Post, and long after the laptop itself had been turned over to the FBI. This whole story is predicated on the reality that they monkeyed with the files, that they added files, that they added files that could have been easily hacked by Russia, and we know that Russia hacked Hunter Biden. That is a fact. So it's entirely possible that some of those hacked materials made their way onto the laptop and then onto these hard drives. And
3: these are the reasons they will regret making the laptop an issue.
2: Yes, absolutely. And then the chain of evidence of that laptop or the hard drives, I think the laptop and two hard drives essentially are kind of scrambled around as all being the laptop. And Mm -hmm. so when those materials were initially found, The chain of evidence is all over the fucking place. God only knows who had access to that shit and was throwing things on there or deleting things, maybe deleting. I think deleting is a part of the conversation that doesn't get discussed enough because things that would mitigate some of the claims like the one big headline that the Republicans have is... There was one email where they were talking about uh, some percentage to go to the quote-unquote big guy, like 10% goes to the big guy, and the big guy is allegedly Joe Biden. But there could have been other emails that were deleted from that thread that would have mitigated whatever that was, and which is, by the way, not necessarily incriminating.
3: But Somebody would have had to go through a lot of material uh, to find the things they wanted to delete. As I understand that, the Russian method... Uh, for this sort of disinformation yeah. is to add phony information to the real information yes. to, in an attempt to give the phony information credibility. Right. Uh, and it's suspected that that's the technique that was used here. I'm not saying there wasn't any <laughs> deletion, but that requires a lot more work than simply inserting uh, things that that weren't there before. And again, I, and I realize this is the third time I've said this, Rudy went to Ukraine. There's a connection there.
2: <laughs> yes, Keeps of course. Of yeah. course, and he was the guy. He was. He had his hands on the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And we have a funny, by the way, funny Rudy Giuliani story <laughs> happening. <on> the, <laughs> oh, good. We should, we'll mention it on the shadow docket. Oh, excellent. But uh, the, one of the other entertaining things from uh, this Matt Taibbi thread was reading all of the reactions from various uh, blue checks and uh, journalists and other people on Twitter. And Mediaite, let's see who did this, Caleb Howe at Media put together a pretty good compilation of these things. For example, Ben Collins said, imagine throwing it all away to do PR work for the richest person in the world, humiliating shit. Uh, Chris Hayes said watching some of the most famous most powerful and richest men red pill themselves into disaster pretty wild Mehdi Hassan wrote imagine volunteering to do uh, online PR work for the world's richest man on a Friday night in service of nakedly and cynically right wing narratives and then pretending you're speaking truth to power that's a good one Uh, watching Matt's unbelievable fall into lazy reactionary commentator and now PR hand for the world's richest man is depressing You know what, by the way, I tried to warn you guys about Matt Taibbi 10 years ago. I'm just going to throw that out there. From calling Goldman Sachs a vampire squid to giving free PR to the world's richest billionaire. Man, what a career journey. That was Simon Owens. That's a great one. Uh, Let's see what else. Wajahat Ali, our friend Wajahat. Mm -hmm. Matt Taibbi, what a sad, disgraceful downfall. I swear, kids, he did good work back in the day. Should be a cautionary tale for everyone. Selling your soul for the richest white nationalist on earth. Well, he'll eat well for the rest of his life, I guess. But is it worth it? Matt Taibbi always was and still remains a fraud doing PR for the richest person in the world should come as no surprise. That was Matt McDermott. So there you go. Uh,
3: Pretty unanimous. Uh,
2: yeah, the, the common thread there being richest man in the world hires now hack Matt Taibbi to you know, be his PR flack for him.
3: Well, let me let me say this about something you mentioned there. You're you are more in the Rachel Maddow school than in the uh, Lawrence O'Donnell school, and uh, neither you know we love them both. We, we do, but it, it, on the subject of Michael Avenatti, who's now going to spend uh, 14 years in prison on top of the five years he's already serving, uh, Rachel never had Michael Avenatti on her show once, mm-hmm. and and and. Uh, Lawrence, bless his heart, had uh, had him on multiple times. Yeah, and and I noted that at the time. I thought, isn't it interesting that he always is on Lawrence's show, but never on Rachel's show? Rachel must know something or sense something, or her people must sense something about this guy, and they would have been right, just as you were right about Matt Taibbi and and yeah. Glenn Greenwald. Uh, so it's interesting. You're more in that more. Uh, cautious, uh, skeptical camp. Uh, And uh, bless his heart, Lawrence O'Donnell, who does incredible work and and always has, uh, he did what a lot of us do, and that is he got his hopes up. Mm -hmm. He thought he'd found something and found something great in uh, Avenatti. And uh, it it came back and bit him in the ass, and I'm yeah. sorry about that, but but I don't think anybody's sorry that I mean, that he's going to to prison for 19 for a total of 19 years. So you're more in the Rachel Maddow school, and yeah, you were right about those guys, and uh, a lot of us think you're crazy when you first come out with these statements, Bob, but because they think, oh man, he's just he's gone off the deep end, uh, and then it turns out to be true, and we feel stupid. So uh, yeah, congratulations, you have a better sense of these things than most of us.
2: I mean, a lot of times my opinion- Opinions overlap with what a lot of other people are saying, and that's absolutely sure. true, but I'm not necessarily a bandwagon guy. I I prefer right. to kind of look at the facts and Be see. Cautious, yeah, wait, I kind of watch. try to stay true to my own instincts on these things, and I feel as mm-hmm. though I've reached a place in my career where I can trust my instincts, and they will lead yeah. me, in generally speaking, in the right direction. Sometimes I, I, sometimes I get it wrong, and that's absolutely true, but that's one of the... Uh, one of the pitfalls of the job, but most of the time I think uh, I'm at least in the zone of the uh, bullseye, so
3: yeah and- you, you you really are. I mean when I first joined the show, uh, some of the things you said, I thought, well, that's pretty out there, you know <laughs> But but, but then it's it turned out time passed, and you were proven absolutely correct. And so uh, you uh, I and a lot of other people listen more closely to you now because uh, you you seem to have a good sense of these things,
2: yeah. Well, there's a very clear uh, wing faction of the uh, I don't know some people object when I say it's the left. Uh, mm. th- the fact is is that this faction has a very defined and and well spoken, but poorly executed agenda. And it's very easy to see that. It was easy to see the agenda when the Snowden documents initially dropped and how the agenda was superseding the facts of what was actually handed over to Greenwald. Uh, The same with Matt Taibbi and especially with these uh, Elon emails, these internal emails, which, by the way, just because Elon bought this company for $44 billion doesn't necessarily mean it's right for him to go back through and sort of do a backdoor doxing of Ro Khanna, who's the... Uh, Democratic uh, congressman from Silicon Valley. His emails are included in this uh, in this analysis by Matt Taibbi. So there's all kinds of wrongness here from Hunter Biden's dick pics to uh, the actual and legitimate requests to report certain tweets that we all fucking do and that we all have done. That's all that was really done by the Biden campaign here. And why? Because the uh, then-candidate Joe Biden, former Vice President Joe Biden in 2020, didn't want people circulating dick pics of his son while his son was smoking crack and all these other things. To me, the biggest uh, unspoken aspect of this story is that this is, I think, with a lot of people, this story is going to backfire because- What, what it I mean. does is it shows, it illustrates Joe Biden as being a dad who is concerned about his son who had a substance abuse problem.
3: Like so many American families.
2: Yeah. And so that is the thing that the Republicans, in sort of covering their mouth and pointing and going <laughs> at this story, It completely sidesteps the reality that at the center of this is Joe Biden's concern for his son and his son's substance abuse issues. So that's it. All right. That's it. Lots more to talk about, I'm sure, as the uh, months and years go on by. Uh, This will be a subject of hearings in the House of Representatives for sure. And we are going to be here to blow holes all through the shit.
3: It's good to be able to to get out ahead of it here and now. Yeah, yeah.
2: So uh, lots more to talk about still. I want to talk about Trump calling for the termination of the Constitution. That actually happened. How's how's that? What happened? Truth Central. Truth truth Central. We will talk about that, plus this domestic terrorist attack in uh, North Carolina that yeah. uh, yes. is, is disturbing and the portend of a lot of things I think we're going to see in mm-hmm. the coming uh, uh, years. Plus uh, that whole Oh yes, this federal appeals court, the 11th Circuit uh, striking down the special master in the uh, Mar-a-Lago case. We'll get into that as
3: well. Sounds like we're going to run long.
2: Yes, notify the affiliates <laughs> we're running long. Stand by for more show back after these words.
4: <laughs> okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.
0: Santa baby just slip a sable under the tree for me been an awful good girl santa baby and hurry down the chimney tonight the
2: amazing cc grace our good friend right here
0: santa honey
2: and uh, her wonderful wonderful cover of santa baby light. Blue. Link in the description to support and C.C. Grace.
0: Two, Santa, oh, yeah. baby, and hurry down the Counting
2: down jimpy jimpy. to the holiday break. We will be off uh, in case you don't have enough things to write down on your calendar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> We will be off the 19th through the end of the year, through the uh, 31st, and right. back with new shows, whatever that is, uh, January, January, January 3rd. S- s- oh, January 3rd. Okay, I almost yeah, said January, Tuesday, January 3rd. <laughs> right. We'll be back. I'm so glad you're here, because <laughs> I have three calendars sitting right here in front of me, <laughs> and I couldn't get the date right. All right, Four, counting
3: the advent calendar.
2: Perfect. All right. Great. Did you? You didn't ever do the advent calendars? No, did No, never did. Yeah.
3: Never did. I, I, you know, it was later in life before I even learned such a thing existed.
2: Well, my family was super Catholics. So we were super mm-hmm. Catholic, so we did the advent calendar every year, and so it was for me. It was always a happy thing because it kind sure. of our it was our countdown to <laughs> to mm-hmm. Christmas. Oh, of course,
3: yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
2: when you get around to that pink candle, man. It was almost getting ready time to roll, you know? Uh, There were three, I think, on the Advent calendars, there were four candles, three purple candles, and one pink candle. And the pink candle would get lit, like, right before Christmas. And that was always the exciting one. It's like, okay, let's get this shit over with so we can get to the good stuff. Yeah. All right. uh, The January 6th committee will make criminal referrals to the Justice Department. Benny Thompson confirming that today, Mm -hmm. and And I can't wait to see what those criminal referrals are.
3: Yeah, I mean, we don't know this for a fact, but do not be surprised if Donald Trump isn't uh, somewhere on that list.
2: Yes, Thompson, Mississippi Democrats, said the committee has not narrowed down the universe of individuals who may be referred, like the word universe, by the way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That means Mm -hmm. that there could be many. Asked whether Thompson believed any witnesses uh, perjured themselves, he said... That's part of the discussion.
3: Of course. Good. I'm glad that it is. And we found out uh, just yesterday through uh, press reports that uh, Trump's PAC or his super PAC, whatever it is, one of his (laughs) PACs, has been uh, paying the legal bills for uh, witnesses like Scavino and uh, a couple others, uh, uh, key witnesses, uh, which, of course, motivates them to lie. Yes. uh, And uh, so that's being looked into (laughs) as well. There's so much to examine.
2: Wow. Trump always makes things worse for Trump. Trump. Oh, my God. See, this goes back. I mentioned this last week. Bears repeating. Jared Yates Sexton, who's a great commentator on Twitter, was on Kimberly's show last week. And he mentioned, you know what? Trump wouldn't be in all this trouble if after January 20th, 2021, he just disappeared, went away, just like he threatened to do. Like he said, okay, you know, if I lose this election, you're never going to hear from me again. If he had actually done that. He probably would have escaped all of these legal issues that he's But his ego
3: with. wouldn't let him, and that's right. how he's making things worse for himself, right. he, absolutely.
2: He continues to emphasize to the Department of Justice, to the Manhattan DA, to the uh, district attorney in Fulton County, to Letitia James, that he continues to be a threat to democracy. And that focuses special attention. That turns all those Klieg lights. The the eye of Sauron shines right back into Donald Trump's face every time he screeches something along these lines. And, of course, his latest uh, troth on Troth
4: Central is
2: a perfect example of this. Uh, (laughs) He uh, trothed. So with the revelation of massive and widespread fraud and deception, that's none of that's true, of course, and there's no evidence of any of that shit. And right. working closely with big tech companies, the DNC, and the Democratic Party. So he's what he's talking about here is talking about the uh, Matt Taibbi thing. That's what mm-hmm. he's discussing here. And right. none of this is true. He's just w- way blowing this off into some sort of weird fantasy land. Well, he's scared and he's flailing. Yeah, exactly right. Do you throw the presidential election results of 2020 out and declare the rightful winner, or do you have a new election? No, you have neither of those things because you haven't been able to prove a fucking thing about the 2020 election. Anyway, continues on to say, A massive fraud of this type and magnitude allows for the termination of all rules, regulations, and articles, even those found in the Constitution. That is 1,000% wrong. Wrong. It doesn't call for any of that shit. Our great founders did not want and would not condone false and fraudulent elections. That is uh, F. POTUS.
3: A couple of things there. Um, Let it be known and understood that he used the word termination. That is an exact quote. The word he uses, termination. I saw way too many press reports over the last couple of days that called it. Trump calls for the suspension
2: I'm of some parts I'm, I'm of guilty the of that. I, I tweeted that. Ex- I tweeted it's suspension a, 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 and no, I fucked uh, it up.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, sorry about that. It's it's he he called for termination yes. of it. Yes. And then and the other thing you need to know right now is that he has since trothed, or <laughs> trothed, he, he, he has Truth. since essential. Yeah. He has since posted that he didn't say that. <laughs> so on on one half of your on one half of your split screen is the uh, tweet or the troth the uh, post where he does say that, mm-hmm. and on the other half of your screen is the one where he says he didn't say that. And mm-hmm. so here we go again with that. Yeah. Uh, but th- th- he's made it very clear. He's made it very clear to prosecutors uh, that he is, as Bob just said, an ongoing danger to this democratic republic.
2: That's right, and that's why there's this ongoing uh, legal scrutiny. Now. As far as his denial, I think his supporters just don't care. They just don't no. care that he said no. this thing and then the very next day denied that he said it. And he said it, right. he wrote it down. It's there. You can look it up. Yes, you can see it. They still the, have it. Bob just read it to you. Yeah. Exactly. But, but all they care about is wow, Trump's really owning the libs now, isn't he? And that's the reaction. Oh, I'm. Bet, I bet they're really confused by this.
3: <laughs> so much ignorance. So yeah. much ignorance. Yeah. It's. It saddens me. To see a populace surrounding me that is so ignorant of, uh, not only educationally, but of current events facts.
2: Yes, they are so driven by the notion of not winning on the issues or attaining new policies that they like or, uh, you know, uh, figuring out solutions to national problems. The Republican Party is entirely driven by, fuck you, Democrats. Right. Let's. How can we fuck with the heads of Democrats today? That's all we want to do. That's the driving element of our entire political movement right now. How can we make them go crazy? And that's the entire motivation. Agents of Chaos. Agents of Chaos is 1000% true. And that leads us to. What I believe is a perfect example of the Red Hat Rebellion that we're going to be witnessing and that we have witnessed in recent times and which will get worse as time goes on. And I'm talking about this domestic terrorist attack in North Carolina where these guys shot this power station specifically in order to disable it for a long time. This wasn't just a prank that went awry. This was a targeted attack so that it would be next to impossible to quickly repair the damage.
3: Said repeatedly, these people, this person or persons who who staged these two attacks knew what they were doing. They knew precisely what they were shooting at. They were using, once again, high-powered rifles as were used in the case convicted earlier this year. Uh, At firing into the most crucial parts of these transformers that step down voltage to bring it down from the high voltage wires down to the voltage for your neighborhood and your house. Yeah. And and it, it, this has crippled so many people. It's affected people who have medical equipment like they're on oxygen and uh, and other such medical equipment. Mm-hmm. It's a it, 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 people can't shower in some cases. Some people don't have water as a result of this. It takes electricity to run a water plant. Yeah. Uh, th- this is a attack on the entire community and oh what a coincidence that it started at 7 p.m. the same time as the drag show that was starting in town
2: yes indeed and that is a major element to all of this uh we're talking about these freaks and weirdos we're talking about proud boys Uh getting together outside a drag show that had been canceled and as part of their protest dancing in unison to a song that was written about gay sex at the gym yeah,
3: i know <laughs> it, 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 there's no sanity to it there's no it, it's it's the most upside down world you can possibly imagine yep. it doesn't make any sense it doesn't, doesn't make any sense, make no. any sense.
2: That, yeah. it, it's it's maddening and and that, you know what I got to be perfectly honest about something. I'm the guy who's been beating this drum about hey, we got to pay attention to these people. I finally I unfollowed Elon Musk and muted him yeah. because I couldn't I couldn't deal with the constant geyser of chaos. I, I, just,
3: I did all of those things the yeah. day he took over.
2: Yeah, I mean, I followed along and was antagonizing him directly for a period of time there. I, I think the thing that rubs me the wrong way the most is. Taking something that was at least somewhat stable, and that's this Twitter platform, this great experiment of creating a global town square where we all interact and work shit out, and coming in there and shaking it up like an ant farm with the sole intention of watching us all freak out. It's, he's lording his power over us and fucking with us. Why? Because he can. Because he paid $44 billion. And plus, his political agenda is uh, facilitated by that chaos. So right. uh, that's what rubs me so the wrong way. And I, I swear to God, I have felt so much better <laughs> since I stopped following Elon Musk. Certainly, as as you've said in the past, Buzz, I certainly keep an eye on what he says. I certainly see it pop up by, you know, posted by other people on Twitter. So it's not like I'm in the dark about what he's doing. I followed along with his Matt Taibbi business for a bunch of days here, but just seeing his attempts at just being this psycho bomb on Twitter. Um uh, for some reason I I have issues with guys who destabilize entire communities or in this case a global community and he's surely done that. All right,
3: they they they're just punks. They're just yeah. that's what they are. They're punks.
2: Yeah, exactly right. So let me see uh, what else here before we wrap up. Oh, yes, this Federal Appeals Court, the 11th Circuit, halted the special master review of thousands of documents seized at Mar-a-Lago.
3: See, there's some good news.
2: Yeah, absolutely great news. And plus, the other good news, and I apologize for burying it this late in the show, but this is Mm -hmm. news from last week that we're catching up with. Uh, Another huge jobs report for Dark Brandon.
3: And inflation Uh, letting up.
2: Yeah. Uh, The BLS reported uh, an additional 263,000 jobs added in October above expectations. Uh, Consumer spending was solid last month. This is all uh, tweeted out by a reporter named Buzz Burbank. (laughs) Uh, um, <laughs> unemployment claims dropped last week also holiday mm-hmm. airline flights packed despite inflation gas yep. prices falling grocery and and mall parking lots are full and this is all on top of 2.9% gdp growth for quarter number 3
3: right 3% is healthy we're at 2.9 Shocking. that's good that's yeah. good
2: yeah after the yeah. notice how after the election things with inflation and gas prices seem to be stabilizing. It's almost as yeah. though the corporations that control big oil I know, man. and so on wanted prices to go up because they knew See, that the Trump tax cuts were expiring at the end of the year. Strange how I, that works out. I-
3: you know, I don't want to believe in in these sorts of conspiracies, but it's pretty hard to ignore the fact that uh, corporations prefer Republican policies that give tax breaks to corporations. So to manipulate that, they raised prices of gasoline and everything else prior to the election to make you think that Joe Biden and the Democrats are bad. Yeah. And now that the election is over, mysteriously, uh, the, the price is suddenly lower than it was before Russia invaded Ukraine yep. uh, on, on gasoline. Uh, Gas, uh, grocery prices are are falling as well. Uh, Wages are up. Inflation's down. Wages are up, according to the latest government uh, report. Uh, it's it, there are so many good things happening in the economy. There are still people saying, "Oh, there's going to be a recession. Uh, maybe it'll be a soft landing." Oh, f <laughs> all those people! Yeah. You know, uh, things are going just fine. I mean, a perfect? No. Are there people suffering from the higher prices? Absolutely. Is it Joe Biden's or the Democrats' fault? Clearly not. And. I don't think that the voters were duped by that in, in this election. Uh, just incredible. Added 263,000 jobs. Unemployment rate of 3.7%. Wages up by 0.6%. It's a good start, isn't it? I mean, it does yeah. suck. Oh, yeah. this, is a, this beats a poke in the eye with a sharp stick. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, be, be very, very careful of agents of chaos.
3: I, I, yes. I,
2: we don't necessarily need to say this, but it's important to remind people on occasion There's a lot of chaos agents out there. And some of those chaos agents are going around saying, yeah, there's another recession impending. It's going to happen. So far, we've seen no indications of that. Janet Yellen's seen no indication. She's confident there's not going to be a recession. Uh, it doesn't matter, though. We've got to stir up chaos. we got to pe- keep people em- on edge like they're falling over backwards in their chairs constantly.
3: Em- embrace the good news. Inflation letting up. Uh, the economy looking great. Uh, Hunter Biden laptop, nothing burger. Yeah. Uh, the seditious conspiracy convictions of last week uh, for the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers uh, opened the uh, door for those same convictions for people higher up in the chain. Uh, yes. This opens the door for susp- seditious conspiracy <laughs> charges and the Special master, as you mentioned earlier, was dismissed. Uh, Good things are happening for us. Bad Mm -hmm. things are happening for Trump. Yes. Take that good news. Embrace it.
2: And what's guaranteed is that in the next two years, the Republicans will continue to pants themselves. Mm -hmm. That's what's going to be happening in the House of Representatives. It's already chaos over there. Fools. Yeah. They haven't even taken control of the House of Representatives yet. The new Congress hasn't even started. And already... They're running around like the Three Stooges trying to fix the plumbing. (laughs) Absolutely what's going on. Water coming out
3: of the electrical sockets.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Curly stuck in a cage of pipes that are all leaking. (laughs) Um, All right, lots more to come on the Shadow Docket. Believe it or not, we went a little bit long here with the free show. Believe it or not, there's more to come on the Shadow Docket. We're going to be talking about Christmas stories from uh, being on the radio. Mm -hmm. Weird uh, Christmas radio tales. And I've got one that's really... This fits into my... Cringy category, or we oh. were talking a few weeks ago about cringe things that we've said and done. My Christmas story is super duper cringe, so we're going to talk about wow. that. I think you've got Mine. some Christmas stories, too. Mine's, mine's mildly cringy. Okay, good, good. Well, that's all it needs to be. Uh, a couple things I want to say about kirsty Alley. Uh, we're gonna talk yes. about Alvin Bragg swinging for the fences in New York City, uh, Rudy Giuliani owning himself again. And a whole lot more. Uh, you can See, find the Shadow Docket, as Buzz was saying before, you can find the yeah. Shadow Docket at show.com You sign up for $5 a month. Gets you two Shadow Docket episodes every week, one after the Tuesday show, one after the Thursday show. It's basically a continuation of everything we have to say. show.com Sign up right now. See you over there, folks. Bye-bye.
3: Why do I
0: That I haven't kissed. Next year I could be oh so good if you check off my Christmas list. Santa, honey, I want a yacht, and really that's not a lot. Been an angel all year, Santa baby, and hurry down the chimney tonight.